0: Hey friend, welcome back to the show. You are in for another treat today because today you get to listen in on a conversation that I have with someone who is very near and dear to my heart, and that is Apostle Trilby Ball. So just in case you've never met Apostle Ball, let me introduce you to her. Apostle Trilby Ball is the founder and senior leader of Guard Your Heart Ministries Incorporated, which was founded in 2003. She has presented many encounters of biblical teachings as well as prophetic healing and deliverance seminars and conferences. Further, Apostle Ball has formed the School of the Prophets, the Breakthrough Leadership Prayer Team, Eradicating the Giants Prayer Team, and the Breakthrough Partnership Team. Apostle Ball was licensed in 2000 and ordained in 2005 at Mount Zion Baptist Church under the leadership of Bishop George W. Brooks of Greensboro, North Carolina. Ordained as prophet in 2015 by Apostle Linda Guy of Greensboro, North Carolina, and affirmed as Apostle in 2016 by Apostle Timothy Birch of Georgia. Apostle Truby Ball is always excited to serve the Lord and His people. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Called and Confident podcast. I am so glad you are here today because I have a very special guest with you, with me today. And it's my spiritual mom, Apostle Trilby Ball. And I'm just so excited for you to hear from her. Myself and those of us who um, that she mothers in the realm of the spirit, those of us who she covers in prayer, we are so blessed to hear from her, to learn from her, her teachings, her guidance. So she is truly, truly, truly a blessing to the body of Christ. And so I wanted to share her with you all on today because she always has wisdom and insight and instruction that she can share. And I know that you need to hear from her. I know that what she has today is going to bless you as you continue in your journey and as you continue to move forward and walking out your calling. So mama, uh, Ball, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, spiritual daughter,
1: prophet Shayla. <laughs> I consider it an honor to be invited to speak on your podcast.
0: You are so welcome. I'm glad to have you here. So will you just start us off by introducing yourself? I just said a lot, but introducing yourself however you want to do so. I have been in ministry
1: uh, 22 years. Um, I have been um, ordained as prophet, ordained, uh, commissioned as apostle. But most importantly, I'm simply a five-fold minister for the Lord Jesus Christ, and I want to do his will, and I want to be able to be there uh, to represent him well. So in order for me to do that, I have to stay in his presence constantly to be devoid of flesh so I can hear what he wants me to hear so I can do what he wants me to do.
0: Yes. And how many years did you say? 22. 22 years in ministry. And that is a long time to be on the journey for the Lord. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So how did you know that God was calling you? Well, um,
1: initially I I had no idea, Mm -hmm. uh, as I go back over my life I see how God has used my voice mm-hmm. uh, before I was uh, fully devoted to Christendom and the walk of Christ um, I was a commentator for a fashion troupe mm. and um, and as a teacher in the school system for 31 years he always used my voice so coming from a lineage of educators I knew that I had a voice, but it wasn't until I joined a particular church that I understood that I was just not called to teach, but I was chosen to be in ministry. So shortly after I um, joined the church, uh, Mount Zion, the Lord began to speak to me because... Uh, My best friend Cheryl asked me to be the commentator for the adult dance ministry group. Mm -hmm. So that was my first transition from being um, in the club, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Jesus,
1: being in the club describing the outfits that the models would wear. Uh, Because I was a commentator and then he transitioned me to do similarly with the adult dance ministry to explain the spiritual journey that the congregation was going to be on through the prophetic dance that they were getting ready to present.
0: Mm, So he took me slowly. Yes, yes. And how would you say your calling work or your assignment has changed over the years?
1: Oh my goodness, Um, when I did my initial sermon in uh, 2000, it was called, God entitled it, um, A Vessel Set Apart, and he told me, Because that was really my first opportunity speaking in front of a congregation, an audience that large. Mm -hmm. So the enemy was fighting me with the fear tactic. And I'm thinking, who am I to be called into ministry, first of all, with all the trauma that I had seen in my own life and generational bloodline? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. And then I began to really delve into the Bible to find out that a lot of the characters, all of the characters that God used significantly had much suffering that they had to endure. So after, and through all of that, you can still depend on God. You can still reverence him. So um, as I was beginning to, after I did my initial sermon and a lot of people came up after that, which was surprising to me, but I said all of that to say this, that god showed me that all through the entirety of my life that i would do um elevating he would elevate me in that particular in that particular um initial sermon he said a vessel set apart you will teach preach prophesy on various levels of that as you grow in me Mm -hmm. what you release will have higher and higher revelation for the people that i i present to you
0: Mm -hmm. If you wanna make an impact and live out your purpose, you've probably heard that you must have money and popularity, and that's simply not true. Everything that you need to fulfill your calling is already on the inside of you. You just need to learn how to activate those gifts and start dreaming again. And that's why I wanna invite you to join me inside the Called and Confident Accelerator. In just four short weeks, you will walk away from the Called and Confident Accelerator with personalized assessment results to put you on the right path biblical context for your calling through a bible reading plan resources to get additional training for your specific calling and action steps compiled into a customized plan to launch you into your calling work. In addition, you'll have access to work with me one-on-one each and every week. We can meet up. We can discuss what's going on, what you're learning, what questions you might have, what needs or struggles you're going through, because I want to help you. I want to support you on this journey. So to learn more and to join the called and confident accelerator, go to shaylahilton.com, click accelerator at the top, or click the link in the show notes. That's good. That's really good. So I'm on a journey. Yes. Will you tell us about Guard Your Heart Ministries? I'd be glad to. Um, In
1: um, 2000, after I was licensed as uh, a minister, three years after that, and now that I look back on it, it it's very prophetic. Mm -hmm. Three years after that, I birthed Guard Your Heart Ministries. Before I understood the totality of what God was calling me to do, the only thing I really knew, even before I um, went into the ministerial program at my church, was that there was a call of deliverance on my life. I didn't even know what deliverance was because I had spent most of my church time in very traditional settings Mm -hmm. where they did not even acknowledge uh, the gift of deliverance, miracle signs and wonders. Mm -hmm. None of that. So as I went along that journey, God was showing me, you will operate in deliverance. You will birth guard your heart ministries. And even at that time, and he said, in the years to come, you have to understand what an apostle is because you're that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm thinking, I'm in a church. I have never even heard the word apostle. Right. (laughs) Right. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. So I knew enough. To hold that close to my chest mm-hmm. At that time I didn't even Say out loud The prophet piece Right. So I said on top of prophet There is apostle I said Oh my goodness God is going to have to do all of this So in um, Birthing Guard Your Heart Ministries In 2003 And understanding the relevance Of even the title of the ministry Guard your heart meaning Guard your mind mm-hmm. Guard your soul Guard your mind, will, and emotions, because out of that particular compartment of the three, the tripartite being that you are, yes. you you have to keep that covered, you have to keep that protected, you have to keep that cleansed, because therein flow the issues of life.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, at the beginning, with being a full-time teacher, and working in the church, uh, helping to promote that ministry, God... Allowed me initially to have a um, have a ministerial event at least once a year until I could get in a more regular offering, you know, place to offer more uh, ministerial encounters. Yes, yes. So I, I, and I noticed at the first, and God taught me, and He's still teaching me, and I pray that He will always be with me. I know He'll never leave me. At that first juncture. That first encounter, God said, "Call it, remove the veil." And uh, I have written a booklet about it that I am going to uh, get with my uh, spiritual daughter, Prophet Shayla, and we're going to edit that and get that get that out there.
0: Prophet Janata,
1: Prophet Janata, mm-hmm. and Prophet Shayla. Yeah,
0: okay, okay.
1: <laughs> yes, I know what I was saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Because both of you have already successfully uh, birthed your own books. Mm-hmm. So I know that the both of you, uh, I trust God that you will be there to, to help me. So as I went forth with Remove the Veil, not really understanding the layers and the depth of that, uh, but intermittently tying it to deliverance, I began to understand with that Series, he turned it into a series Mm -hmm. that when you remove the veil, what that means is you're removing the demonic layers, the deception that keep you from operating in the truth of who God called you to be. Mm -hmm. So, we have those veils are veils of deception, whether they're in the form of generational misbehavior or curses or whatever, or self sabotage or whatever it is that the enemy would try to manipulate you into operating in. So that you would not realize your full destiny. Yes,
0: that's good. That's really, really good. Thank you, Jesus. So there are so many women who are listening. I know they're listening to this. And they're going to feel like, I feel called. And I hear what Apostle is saying, but I'm just not really sure what I'm supposed to do or the calling that I feel like is on my life. I don't know anybody else that has experienced it or has talked about it. I've Mm -hmm. never even really heard people say what I am hearing God say to me. So what advice would you or encouragement would you give to a young woman who's just trying to understand what God's calling her to do? Well, let me preface um, the response by saying this. God
1: was very intentional in giving me little clues Mm -hmm. To let me know that he not only called me, but he chose me. Yes. And even before I knew to... Um, go to my senior pastor and talk about the possibility. Because I would not have gone, I don't think I would have even gone to him if if one of the ministers at the church where I was, right after I introduced the adult dance ministry, they listened to the content of the introduction. Mm -hmm. And she came to me and she said, Do you think you might be called to ministry? And I was saying, I think that's a bit far fetched. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't really know. So in my mind and in my limitations, I was saying it was not a big jump for me to describe uh outfits in the in the you know in the fashion show. Yeah. To to describe the scene that they were getting ready to dance liturgically to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't a bit but what I did not realize was the um insurgents, the most important element is the spirit of God and and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So when even before I went in to talk to my senior pastor about the possibility of being called, I was looking, at, and I remember it clear as day, I was looking at my television. And in the spirit realm, and I, I remember watching, it was MTV. Mm-hmm. So let's just get that out there. <laughs> yeah. And God interrupted the broadcast. Mm-hmm. And what he did was... I don't know what the artists were singing or whatever. He blacked that out. He made my TV screen white, Mm -hmm. stark white, and he had the words in black. Ministry. Mm. I said, "Nah, it's nobody else like in here, so for me to ask, did you all see that?" (laughs) And it was intentional. Mm -hmm. So with the minister coming to me and say. What about the possibility? Do you think it's a possibility you're called to ministry? And then a week or so later, I'm still looking at MTV, Screen goes Start White, Black Letters, Ministry. That was God giving me the confirmation that, yes, indeed, I have called you. and, And I have chosen you. So I believe God is not a respecter of persons. And everybody's trajectory is very unique to their own Personality Mm -hmm. and to their own walk, Mm -hmm. God will make sure that He will. He can even show you something on TV. He can. He can. He can um, prick your spirit, give you a check in your spirit, even when you're reading an article. He can can set people before you that you trust in the spirit realm to just speak a word to you, to give you thought, and then he will also enable you to begin to hear from him on another level to say, daughter, son, I need you to pray about this, Mm -hmm. and he will Mm -hmm. begin to speak to you, and he will begin to work with you on the level where you are, because he is Elohim. He created you. Yes. So he's not going to go way far. He knows exactly how to speak to your spirit to let you know what it is he has for you to do. Those steps will be incremental. They will be step by step and it will be also be progressive because you will find that there will be more and more responsibility uh, as you're being accountable to what you're hearing him say. Yes.
0: Yes. That's that good. That's so good. And it makes me think of um, our relationship, and then others who have a spiritual parent, can you kind of speak to the importance of like, what is a spiritual parent and why is that important? Okay. Uh, First, let me say there is a
1: very distinct difference between a mentor Mm -hmm. and a spiritual mother. Okay, Uh, this is good. A a mentor has... Has a certain program, has a certain gifting that they have, uh, that they excel in, that God uses them to help that particular person with uh, a particular segment in their lives to give them, um, to give them further education and acknowledgement of a thing. Yes, with a spiritual parent. They are called to speak directly to your spirit, Mm -hmm. impart into your belly, cover you in the realm of the spirit so that the demonic hierarchy will not try to devour you because you have a covering in your life that prevents that from happening. That is not to say that you will not have tests and trials, but Mm -hmm. it is to say that when you have a mature spiritual parent, They are well aware that their responsibility is not only to birth you in the realm of the spirit, to teach you about the things of the spirit, to help it be applicable to your everyday life and to cause you to be propelled in the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. It is just to let you and to be accessible. When you have a spiritual parent and you don't have any access to them, I'm trying to understand the level uh, of uh, relationship you really
0: have. Yes,
1: yes. Yes, and they love you unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And there is a development of trust that says, I love you and I'm going to encourage you and I love you unconditionally, but I see you walking in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. So you have to have established that kind of relationship where you trust that spiritual parent that they're not trying to dismantle you. Mm -hmm. They are trying to protect you and correct you so that you don't get in any
0: kind of trouble. Yes. That's very good. That is, that's so good. And I'm thinking about people um, who might be listening to them to this, who either does have a spiritual parent or they desire to have a spiritual parent. Mm-hmm. And I want them to understand that it is not about who is popular.
1: Exactly. It
0: is not about who is known. It is not about who you see uh, being pumped up you know, in social media, in the world, whatever. Favor of man. Favor of man. Thank Mm -hmm. you. We've talked a lot about that. I've said many times, Mother, I don't understand this. Why do they get to do this? Why is the Lord allowing this? And why won't he? Why, 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 why? And you've said many times, the favor of God and the favor of man are very different. Mm -hmm. And so we, we can't be moved by people being hyped up or the receiving the favor of man. And I just don't want anybody to feel like, Oh, I need to choose this person to be my spiritual parent because they're popular or because they're this, or because they have a huge following. How can, can you help someone know how to identify their spiritual parent? Um, Go ahead. You, first of
1: all, you have to pray. Yes. And you have to fast Mm -hmm. and you have to check how you're feeling um, when you are in the presence of that person, mm-hmm. it is absolutely nothing wrong with going to God in prayer and say, God, are you giving me permission to have a godly covenant with this particular person? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because whatever it is, we don't want to be out of the will of God. Right. So to pray and to fast and to really just be aware of of how you are feeling when you're in the presence of that person do they represent god Mm -hmm. are they able to correct you without dismantling you Mm -hmm. are they able to impart are they uh, do they have a desire to pray and intercede on your behalf Mm -hmm. do they have trouble saying well baby i think it's time that maybe we need to go on a fast Mm -hmm. and and if that Spiritual son or daughter says, Well, I, I you know, what? Well, I don't believe the Lord is saying that to me. Then you have to get right in their nanny goat and say, mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> if I'm your spiritual parent and the Lord has told me to impart that to you, do you trust the God in me?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, because yeah. if there is not, and it has to be uh, um, mutual respect. Yeah. It has to be mutual respect. And uh, knowing that um, the person that you are sharing your life with. Is worthy of the secrets that you may need to share um, your spiritual parent has to be able to see you naked and not take advantage of your pain yeah. or not not try to manipulate yes but to love you the way Christ
0: loves us that's, you know? that's so good that's so helpful and I think that I know that it's gonna be freeing to many of the listeners because I think sometimes people hear oh, my spiritual mom, my spiritual dad, and they think it's like a popular thing or people feel without because they don't have that. But I I know it's your desire, we talked about that people be connected to the right people and for the right season and it be a divine covenant. And so my prayer for the listeners is that if it's God's will, he'll show them who they are supposed to be. And character
1: and anointing are both equally important.
0: Yes, and something that you say to myself and Janata all the time, You talk to us a lot about, it doesn't matter how gifted you are, how anointed you are, how prophetic you are, What's your character like? We got to keep that character in check. We have to make sure you're walking in integrity. It is important to God. Doesn't matter how gifted you are. You can be as gifted as you want to be, but that character has got to be in submission to God. And so that's one of the most powerful lessons that I always remember you sharing with me and you always share it time and time again. Like I don't know where the Lord God is taking you many places, but you better keep that character together. And that's such an important, important lesson. What would you say? I know that there are so many listeners in the called and confident community who are in a waiting season. Yeah. There are people who feel stuck, people who feel isolated, people who feel like, Lord, is it ever going to happen? Are you ever going to do it for me? What's one thing that you've learned about God in your waiting season?
1: The main thing I learned in my waiting season is that intimacy with God Jesus and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. will save your life.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) My God. It'll
1: save your life. Yeah. If you feel like you would try to do this by yourself and there is our creator Elohim. He did not create any of us Mm -hmm. to operate successfully on this earth realm without him. Yes. So in the waiting season, you have to trust God so much that you begin to understand that there is wealth even in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And if you're not intimate with God, you're not going to get to the wealth because you're going to be so weary.
0: Yes. Amen.
1: And the enemy will capitalize on your weariness so he can, he can make it grow into depression and mm-hmm. hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to have intimate, intimacy with God and know the word of God to apply it to your life because when Jesus was in the wilderness, what is it that the Satan could not take? It is written. Yes. So when you know what is written, you can use that effectively. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You use that successfully in no matter what season you're in. But in this wilderness and in the waiting, you have to. And I heard this prolific female preacher say, and I'm sorry that I do not know her name. But she spoke something. She preached it and it spoke volumes to me. She said, You can't rush, I'm paraphrasing, Mm -hmm. you can't rush out of your waiting season. And then she said this, God will deliver you in it. Mm. Before he delivers you out of it. Jesus. And that cannot happen if you don't trust God Mm -hmm. and you don't know his word Mm -hmm. and you don't know how to apply it to your life. Yes. The devil wants you to, he doesn't care that you pray. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: As long as you don't put the word on him. You can speak in tongues all you want. And that is the most powerful form of prayer by far. But you have to speak in tongues and you have to apply the word. Yes. The devil will hate for you to say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The devil will hate for you to know, like in Philippians 12b. It's your responsibility to work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling, For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Mm -hmm. Anything that God has called you to do, no matter what season you are in, if you stay divinely connected and you abide in him, he will make sure of your victory. Amen. Yes. In the name of Jesus. So in that waiting... You say, God, I need you to show me the wealth in this. Yes. Because when you come out of that, there are going to be people that you have to minister your testimony to that are either in that place or will be in that place. Yes. And you have to have tools to learn how to dig through that. You got to plow through. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ooh wee And to have somebody that doesn't mind listening to you it has to be somebody that has the character that can listen and hold it and not and not be uncompassionate or, and say, well, you know, just get over it. It's going to be all right in a minute. Yeah. We're not trying to do that right there. Yeah. You need somebody that can listen and somebody that'll pray as well.
0: Yes. Amen. Ooh, that is good. That is good. Before I ask you my final question, is there anything else that you wanted to share or anything else you feel led that you need to say? I do want to address this very briefly. In the process of being called
1: and chosen, the development of character is essential. And we have to understand, as it states in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our lord jesus christ progressive sanctification has to happen or you'll never be able to operate in the fullness of integrity that is needed for your particular calling
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: if you don't stay surrendered then if you don't stay surrendered then your sanctification will be fragmented And if your sanctification is fragmented, that means your deliverance is fragmented. That means when God gets ready or man tries to put you in a place where your character can't hold you because you have negated the process of progressive sanctification, the enemy will try to embarrass you. Yes. And then you will have to start all over. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have to stay in the face of God and say, God, whatever it is in me. If it's sinful to you, even if I'm not mature enough to recognize it as sin to me, then God, I pray that you will sanctify my mind, my will, and my emotions so that I can walk in the fullness of character, integrity, and accountability that's needed to represent you well on the earth.
0: Yes. Amen.
1: Hallelujah.
0: That's good. That's good. So, Apostle, I always ask the ladies on the show to fill in the blank, and I'm going to ask you to do the same. If a woman is going to confidently walk in her calling, she must blank she
1: must be willing to mortify her flesh on every level <laughs> And that is not easy that to is do. not easy to do. Unless you're in, in an intimate relationship with God. That's yes. the only way that it's even possible. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. lot of people want a lot from God, mm-hmm. but they don't want to do what's necessary to be in position to receive. Yes, yes. So the mortification of the flesh is essential yes. because that is the only way you can be unified with the triunity of God. Yes. <laughs> And no matter how high you excel mm-hmm. or you are elevated, you have to make sure that you always give God all of the glory. Yes. And sometimes you'll feel like, well, Lord, I have just imparted and imparted and imparted and imparted, and, imparted and I'm just. T-. And God says, get in a place of restoration, but whatever I impart into you, you give it out. Yes. And I trust your character, and I'll refill you, yes. I'll restore you. You'll never run dry. Amen. Yes, mortification of the flesh. I was trying not to even talk about that, but it's the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yes,
0: every time. (laughs) Every time. Thank you so much. So, Mother, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. All of that was so good. I know that the listeners are just taking notes that they are into it. I know they're probably going to have to go back and listen again (laughs) because that was so good, so much great information. How can uh, the listeners get in contact with you? I'm sure they will want to connect with you, get in contact with you. Is it okay for them to reach out to you on Facebook?
1: Yes, it most okay. certainly
0: is, and then, we also have a, a ministry page. Guard yes, Your Heart. Guard Your Heart Ministries mm-hmm. on Facebook or. You you're on a, um, Facebook as Apostle Trilby Ball. Yes. In addition, they can visit your website. Yes, please do. Definitely check out the website guardyourheartministries.com. I think those are the best places, right, yes, to get connected definitely. and get started. Wonderful. Yes.
1: And Janata Harmon, Prophet Janata Harmon, yes. and or I will get in contact with you. Perfect. Perfect. I love Perfect. you, and
0: Janata, so much. And absolutely. we love you so much. And we thank God for you and all that you are doing in our lives, all that you have done for us, and all that you will continue to do. You're just such so a blessing to the body of christ so i'm just excited that so many people get to hear from you today they get to learn from you they get to sit under your tutelage through this um episode so that is very exciting but before i let you go will you definitely pray for us pray for the listeners pray for those women who are definitely absolutely called they're wanting to walk it out um, with what god wants them to do but they're just not quite sure right now um so i'm just gonna let you pray for us before we go
1: you, God, we are privileged that we can be in your presence. Yes, we thank you, God that you allow us to come to you. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. we thank you, God, for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Hey, God, I thank you, Lord God, for these precious women. I thank you for all of my spiritual children. And I thank you for these ladies, these women that you have called to this group. And I thank you, God, that no weapon formed against any of them or us shall ever prosper. Because they've already been called and chosen to do specific things for you yes. to elevate your kingdom. Yes, God. Hallelujah, God. I plead the blood of Jesus yes. over every aspect of their beings. Yes. God, I pray that you would come in and sanctify every bloodline yes. right yes. now, God, in the name of Jesus. And where the generational curses have tried to uh, reign supreme, we call for the dismantling of all of that demonic yes. mess, step by step, level by level so that everybody connected here can operate in the generational blessings in the name of Jesus. Seeking your face daily. Praying and fasting without compromise, Lord God. I pray, God, that you will continue to do the work and the will uh, uh, of your kingdom in these, your people. I pray, Lord God, that they will seek your face. That they will worship you like never before. That they will uh, uh, pray in tongues in the name of Jesus that they will sit and listen and not just pray and then hurry up and go that they will sit and they will listen to what you have to say to them in order to get them positioned and to get them equipped to do what you have called them to do now God I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that anything that the enemy would ever try it'll always fall to the ground powerless null and void in the name of Jesus that each and every one of these people as Lord God they continue to sit in your presence and submit themselves and surrender that the devil will have to flee that they will fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus that they will be a mouthpiece for you Lord God that they will not look back that they will keep moving forward God I pray that you will propel each and every one of these precious individuals to walk in the fullness of what you have called them to do your order destiny for their lives we decree and declare that it is so it will be done in the name of Jesus and God I thank you for prophet Shayla God I thank you for what you are doing in her life as a matter of fact God I thank you for my, uh, my other spiritual daughters as well God I'm so thankful for how you are using them I'm thankful God that their obedience and their humility is propelling them from one level to the next I thank you Lord God that they will not Enter into the trickery yes. of anything that the enemy would try to portray. They will keep moving forward in you, Lord yes, God. Lord. They will keep being your mouthpiece, Lord God. They will keep encouraging other women, Lord God. Yes, they ma'am. will keep on moving forward. Yes. I thank you for the spirit of the entrepreneur yes, that's on yes, them. Yes. I thank you most importantly, God, for the prophet that for the prophet. Uh, Uh, the profit that they walk in, the level of accuracy that they walk in. I thank you, God, that your best is still yet to come. As much as you have blessed all of them, and the way you're getting ready to bless these listeners, Lord God. Yes, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that they will never neglect to give you all of the glory. Yes. We decree and declare it is done yes. in the precious name of Jesus.
0: Jesus amen, name.
1: amen, and amen. Amen,
0: and amen. All right. So I know you all have truly been blessed today. So I'm just excited that you got to hear from Apostle Ball. Mother, thank you so much for joining me. It is my honor. Wonderful, wonderful. And I will talk to you all again in the next episode. Have a great day.